0: Welcome to the She Who Wins podcast. I'm your host, Renee Bauer. I'm an attorney, entrepreneur, author, speaker, and investor. This is the place where we dive into all of the things that matter to you, and most importantly, uncover what's holding you back from realizing your dreams. Because She Who Moves Forward Fiercely is She Who Wins. ever wish you had answers to questions about your life, love, career, and future? Well, I just might have the solution. I've been a tarot card enthusiast my entire life, but I've always hated the scammy feel of pay-by-the-minute readings. Well, the tarot bridge is something entirely different. You can get tarot card readings with integrity from trusted advisors providing life guidance, everything from love, career, family, relationship, finance, past life and so much more. All of the readers are fully vetted for their experience and integrity. And there's a community in the Tarot Bridge that brings together like-minded spiritual seekers. You might just find me there too. Go check it out at thetarotbridge.com. All of the answers you are seeking are on the other side of the Tarot Bridge. Now let's get back to our show. Our lives are not linear. We are on a journey of progress and growth, and sometimes we're in a season where what we think we want might not actually be what is best for us. And that's what this conversation is about today. I am being joined by a good friend of mine, Stephanie Real, who is a brand strategist and marketing consultant. She's the creator of the Pin Better Method and the founder of Real Deal Brands. She started her first business at the age of 22 before she had even graduated college and she has helped hundreds of brands launch or relaunch their businesses. She's wildly successful as an entrepreneur, but what we're talking about today is rebranding your life and your soul. This conversation is so juicy and so honest, and I'm so excited to introduce her to you. So let's get started. Stephanie, I'm so, so, so excited to have you here today because you are such a dear, dear friend. So it's an honor to be able to have you on this platform too.
1: I'm so excited to be here. And uh, I really feel like the honor is all mine. So I guess we're
0: just already starting with such good vibes. I just love it so much. Ah, So we we met, actually, we met in a mastermind. And I remember at one point, um, towards the end of the mastermind, the the person who was running it had asked like, um, who impacted your life and who was like part of, you know, part of the crew and, and had in like, I immediately thought to myself, like who was always positive. And it was like, oh my God, Stephanie, like sh- you are like a shining light. I remember every time we had an event or, or a get together, like you were so positive and like so present. Which is really uncommon today, because it's, you know everyone's like so caught up in like the next thing and what they're working on. And you were like there every for every conversation. So thank you for that, first of all, because you made such an impact.
1: Well, I received that, and thank you for that compliment and and seeing me. You know, I think
0: yeah.
1: often we we show up and um, can be in environments where we don't feel seen, and I think that. Yeah. That's what makes our friendship so special. I've always felt really, really connected with mm-hmm. you. And um, so I'm I'm grateful for that too. Ah, so
0: before we started, I already recorded your bio. I didn't tell you that yet. So all, Wonderful. Of, like, all, all of like the important, really like, you know, all of the fabulousness that you are, um, I've already shared with everyone. But today what we're talking about is we're going to take a little bit of what you do uh, in that environment and kind of blend it with life. Too. And we're talking about branding and rebranding, and you know, I have so many different listeners. Some are entrepreneurs, and they they know what branding is. But I have a lot of people who don't know what that is, and they're just regular old, you know, awesome, amazing women who who are like, "What's branding?" And you know, why why is it important? Even if I'm not an entrepreneur, so let's just take a moment and just talk about branding. Like, what what's a high level, you know, definition of what yeah. is? Yeah.
1: Well, I love that. Even before I define it, I want all the quote-unquote regular awesome right. women that are listening <laughs> that maybe don't have a business, I want you to know that you have a brand too. And now I'll explain why. Um, I think especially in this digital age where you know we have accounts on these social platforms that connect us with people all around the globe, there's a certain way that we show up. And so when I think of branding, I always think about it being about feelings, but it's not always our feelings. It's how we want our audience to feel. And so if you have a business, you're probably nodding your head and you're like, Oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Because truly marketing is all about your ideal customer. And how I see brand is it's the heart of a business. It's that mission. It's that why. Um, And then you deploy it across whatever marketing channel or strategy you're using for a campaign. Um, which is great. But if you don't have that foundation of truly who the business is, you get kind of lost. And I think the same thing on the personal side, if you don't know who you are and what you stand for, you can get really lost along the way trying things that aren't really for you. Maybe they don't feel good and they aren't in alignment. Mm -hmm. And so I think regardless of if you have a business or not, we all have a brand and it's it's really that core being of, of what we're all about. Mm.
0: So, all right. So if someone is listening who isn't an entrepreneur and they're like, okay, like what's my brand? I don't even know where to start. Like what type of questions should they be asking themselves? You know,
1: I think often a great place to start because we get in our own ways. So sometimes you might want to reach out to a friend and say, Hey, like, what's one thing that like, you always know, know me for, because I think our, our community, our circle can see it and recognize it for us sometimes quicker than we can for ourselves. So if you're feeling a little overwhelmed and you're like, oh my gosh, how do I even see myself in that way? You might want to ask a friend or a loved one, um, someone that spends a lot of time with you and might be able to see some of those talents or unique skills, um, or even some of your interests that you can't shut up about in the best way possible because you're so passionate about it. And so um, I think that that, on the personal side of things, can be a good place to start. And if you're listening and you've done some personal development work, already for yourself, you probably have more of that foundation for yourself than you realize. It can be something as, as you know, as analytical in a way of writing down a list of your values. Um, and and you probably already have those, you know, even in some of the relationships that you have, maybe when they worked or they didn't work, what, what were those core values that were important to you and why wasn't it met? So you probably have already done the work, even if you're not, consciously aware of it just yet.
0: So it's funny because how I even knew what branding was, was uh, maybe three or four years ago, I wanted to write a book. And my agent was like, well, that's cool. Love the idea, but you need, you need a platform. I'm like, what the hell is a platform? I just want to write a book. Like that's it. And that's when, that's when my journey of a personal brand started, which actually was very different than my business and what I did. And that was like, and, and that's exactly what I had to do was figure out like, what do I stand for? Like, yes, this is what I do, but also what do I stand for? So you know anyone who's listening out there, if there's something that if you're a writer and that's, you know, it's something like, it's so important to have a personal brand and, you know, in, in any, if you're a photographer and even though your business is one thing, but maybe maybe you have all the social media on your business, but what is, how does that apply to yourself too? right yeah absolutely and it can a lot of times be our interests too like
1: what yeah. are um what are some things that really light you up and fire you up and get you excited it might be your favorite artist the fa- the music you listen to it might be one of your hobbies or um maybe one of the practices or rituals that you do every day it can be a lot of different things um and it's unique for everyone that's why there's no one size fits all i i can't stress that enough even as business and the other thing i don't it doesn't matter if you have a business or if you're just an individual listening in right now, the worst thing that you can do is compare yourself to somebody else on their journey because it has nothing to do with your brand. Um, actually, in the branding work that I take businesses through and in half for the last 14 years, um, we don't really spend too much time on the competition. Yes, it's important to know who the competition is and how they're positioning themselves. But if I spend so much time focusing on the competition... I'm going to lose sight of what makes that business that I'm working with so unique. And I think there's a huge personal lesson there too of if we focus so much on what somebody else is doing, even if it is a friend or somebody that we love a lot, we can lose that sight of what's really true north for us. Yeah.
0: Is it still um, true? Like back back in the day, I remember like on Instagram, for example, you had your color-coded grid and everything was branded colors. Has it moved away from that? You know, brands are, the, yes, the,
1: the gooey part, the foundation, the feelings that we just talked about, colors, fonts, logo, that goes into it as well because uh, those colors subliminally speak, speak to our brains before we even read something on a page. I've been really deep into learning about neuroscience and mm-hmm. that's an area of interest for me and getting really nerdy there where um, where it. we can understand the brain a little bit more. And I had this aha a couple of months ago where I was like, I've been doing this in my career for years because we use color psychology and font psychology because certain colors and fonts signal different things to our brain before we even read the wording on a page or interact with somebody's Instagram profile. So the colors, there is intention. And I think if you are a business owner and you built your brand, maybe with your favorite colors, it might be time for a refresh only because if you're not your Mm -hmm. ideal customer, it's likely not going to land and have the the interaction that you want with your customer. As if we do it with intention, think about what those colors mean and how the brain reads those before it interacts with anything else um, on a subconscious level. So yes, it matters. But I will say that most people that are interacting with social media these days, I'm sure everyone listening, like, you probably don't go to somebody's profile as much as we think as, as right. the curators of our feed. We're like, oh my gosh, what are the, what are the grit? What does right. it look like? What's going on? It, that might be that first impression, which first impressions matter. But if somebody chooses to follow you from that first impression, they're more getting the overall vibe. They want to look at your bio, get an idea of the colors. There is a benefit to it being consistent, having you know some kind of collective point of view but they're not going to be constantly checking in to say, oh my gosh, what's going on now? They're more just getting that gut feel is, is this the impression I had of them at first? If not, am I still interested to follow or connect? Mm. Um,
0: Is video queen right now? Is like that over everything else, over static posts and things? Yeah, I think some healthy mix.
1: Um, You know, the algorithms, while Mm. they are this big, mysterious world, (laughs) video plays really well there, um, regardless of what social channel you're on, because the algorithms are self-serving. They want us to spend as much time as possible on the platform. So I think if you keep that in mind, regardless of anything, what's going to do that more? Probably a video than just a static post, one frame. Um, Carousels can be engaging as well. Mm -hmm. But I think it also depends on your audience too. I, you know, we'll go into an audit for a brand and if, you know, if you're a professional services company versus a sound healer, that recommendation might be different, even just depending on how visual your work is too. So it, it it's really personalized and what feels aligned. But I'm also not here to tell anybody they have to be on TikTok or they have to be forced to, yeah. to show up in a way that doesn't feel authentic um, because that's going to come through in your content and do more damage than you just trying to put out a video every single day. If that yeah. doesn't feel good for you.
0: It's funny because I have the times that I have spent the time and effort to have like really professional videos and it's all edited nicely. I put them up there and there's like, it's like crickets on views. And then it's like, I don't have makeup on. I open my camera. I just say something. And those are the ones that get all of them. I'm like, what the hell? My makeup was done really nice on that last video.
1: I've had the exact same experience. And I think actually we've seen kind of a shift because when Instagram first came out, I mean, a decade ago, um, it it very much had an editorial magazine feel. Like people wanted yeah. to aspire to be like the people that they were seeing on Instagram. Uh, with such a photography focus at first. But we are seeing that that more authentic, just real content is performing better. And I think that's because people are kind of sick of having to feel the pressure of being polished all the time or like posing with a private jet that maybe they're renting. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Um, But I think I've had the same experience. Just just the other day I posted, I had like no makeup on, didn't even have mascara on. And I'm posting about this bird I've been having. I'm very spiritual and I've been having these visits from birds and I've been trying Mm -hmm. to figure out like what's going on. And I posted about it and I got more engagement from the birds than I have from any of my branding content recently. And I'm like, what in the world? But it's because Uh, I showed up as myself. I wasn't overthinking it. I was actually asking for help too, because I said, hey, anybody know what bird this is? And then we figured it out together. What kind of bird? It would a white-winged dove, actually. So if you're a Stevie Nicks oh, fan, um, I went down a whole rabbit hole learning all about funny. the white-winged dove um, and just really fascinating. But um, but yeah, I think it's because we're authentic. And I think that yeah. that is more important than posting a certain number of times a day, mm-hmm. um, doing using a certain kind of medium. What's most authentic for your brand? And that's going to look different for every business or every individual too, of what you're comfortable with.
0: I poured my heart, my soul, and even tears into writing a book that is a love letter to every woman I know. She Who Wins, the book, is for every woman who is told to smile, to quiet down, and to shrink themselves into their smallest version. It's for every woman who's trying to figure out what's next. It's for every woman who thinks this is as good as it gets. She Who Wins is for the good girl within who is ready to become the fierce female fighting to get out she who wins is now available for pre-order visit she for exclusive free bonuses when you order now so my my bird is get ready for this one a turkey vulture like that has been what has shown up and i went for a walk not long ago and there was a tree that must have had two dozen of them and those things are yeah they're really yeah they're really big and scary So, I did the same thing though. I went down this whole rabbit hole of like, what's the spiritual meaning of it? And it's actually a really good one. So, I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm, you know, the turkey vulture. So, yes, they're just eating carcasses in the road, but there's like a a good meaning
1: behind We need them too, right? They have, it's all this big (laughs) ecosystem. They all work together. So, but yes, they are a little scary looking. I got chased by one once. So, I understand. You did? Uh Yeah. A couple of years ago.
0: I didn't know that they actually chased you. I, they well,
1: I got chased and ran back <laughs> inside and was very scared.
0: Oh my God. All right. So then let's let's flip the conversation then because we just opened the door to, 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 to bird signs. Yes. And, you know, rebranding your business, rebranding your, um, your personal social media and rebranding your life is, you know, is something that I feel like I am seeing more and more women doing particularly. Um, I feel like you get to a certain part point in your life where you decide that you want to live authentically and you're not going to settle for mediocre anymore. And you're going to choose you. And you recently had a major rebrand in your life too. Oh my gosh. Yes. I'm still very much in it. I have been on a healing
1: journey for the last couple of years, um, but just really been able to go deeper and deeper after putting myself through it. I built a business that was very successful, but wasn't fulfilling. It wasn't my dream; it was somebody else's. Mm. Um, I was showing up with force energy nonstop yeah. um, in all areas of my life, um, and I think that it it got to a point where my body and I'm I'm very spiritual and and connected, and I was getting all these signs of you know something something's off, but I was so in execution mode and in that masculine yeah. energy that I just kept on pushing and kept on pushing. Um, I knew I had adrenal fatigue before a doctor even told me I did. I just intuitively knew that I was pouring from a below empty, like a negative. I, I had nothing left to give, but I was still pushing. Um, and kind of the, the height of that was 2021 is when it really all started to hit. I launched six things in four weeks. Oh my gosh even though I didn't even want to launch the last two things. I was like, I'm tired. Yeah. I'm done. This doesn't even... I don't even want to run this business anymore. Uh-huh. But then I launched a second business because one wasn't enough. I mean, I was just really <laughs> just really trying to push it. And, and it was such an interesting paradox because I was getting these little signs and, and mm-hmm. I see them as kind of tests from the universe of, you know, landing bigger clients that, you know, maybe might have been a dream client at one point and And just getting all these like nods of things being good or, oh, that, you know, I have to work harder while my body was just like, hey, hey girl, um, could you please slow down? Um, and I didn't. And so in about nine months later, um, I was working such long hours and not taking care of myself that I'm left-handed and, um, my left arm was going numb. I couldn't, I couldn't Mm -hmm. write. Um, I Mm -hmm. couldn't type. I couldn't sit at a desk. I couldn't sit in my office for more than 30 minutes at a time when I had been working 16 to 18 hours. So it was, I was scared. Um, And I really think that that broke me open because I had to change everything that was going on. Um, I had to change how I was working, where I was working. Um, And really it was that slowing down that's helped me open up and let go Mm -hmm. what I really needed to let go. But it's so interesting a year, an earlier version of me tried to put my life on one side and my business on the other, and oh, we're great, everything's fine. Yeah. And that's just not how it works. I've no. learned now, and there are so many overlapping lessons in my life of everything that I was forcing. And just, I with the beauty of time and a lot of healing modalities, I see it really clearly now. But man, sometimes we have to put ourselves through it, you know. <sighs>
0: You are like, you gave me chills multiple times when you're talking because I feel like I'm I'm sort of in this um, similar moment where the past three years, I would say the hustle was so hard and I loved it. And yet I knew I was so burnt out and I was not at all balanced. Like I had nothing. And, and so this past, I, I you know, I hosted that live summit and when I like quite frankly, almost destroyed me those four months leading up to it. And when I got out the other side of it, I'm like, okay, now what, now what am I going to do? And I'm like, I'm going to have joy again. I'm going to have fun and I'm going to take care of me. And I turned to sound healing and turned to like the different modalities. But I also then started to get clarity of what I needed to let go of. Oh yeah. And that's scary shit though. Yeah. I mean, I I said
1: it so easily, but it is, it is very scary. It's very foreign, but we get the answers when we can get some space and, and slow down, which I was so scared to slow down for so long. And I think so many of us, regardless if you have a business or not, like we're, we're trying to achieve, we're trying to accomplish all the things, whether it's running your, your family and your home, or if it's running a business and trying to hit that next milestone and just I think we can go on autopilot and get really just disconnected if we're just checking boxes all the time. And that was, mm-hmm. I mean, that was my experience. That's how I can flag that yeah. now. Um, and I made a choice. I don't want to do that anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I did. Th- I, and I did the same thing. Like I sat down with, with my husband, Jay, and I was just like, all right. And he was like, well, what do you want? Like, what's the end goal? And I'm like, the end goal is like peace. You know, it's like, I want to wake up and feel really soulful and not just hustle and like I'm grinding out my to-do list, which I'm a huge like list maker, cross them off and do it and overachiever and all. I mean, you you get it. Like you're all the things. And I'm like, I want to be the complete opposite of that, you know, which feels like so foreign because for so long, it's like, I want to unwind all yeah. of that and simplify, like just keep getting, you know, smaller, but also getting more expansive by also getting smaller, you know, if yeah. that makes sense at
1: all. <laughs> I mean, I understand. And what a beautiful way to say it. I, I don't think I've, I've thought of it that way before, but it really is kind of, I almost see it as like getting the clutter out, you know? Yeah. And so like smaller, it's yeah. more intimate, it's more mm. authentic. And then you really do open yourself up for so much expansion and so many of the things that are for your highest good. Um, But it's, it's a process. It doesn't happen overnight. And it is, it is hard. I mean, there's a lot of grieving. I closed my first business that I started when I was 22 in 2022 and I I grieved. I I had yeah. to cry. I had to let the business go because I had tied my identity to that business. It was yeah. it, my same name. Like it I was after I tied my personal brand to it, which mm-hmm. um, is not advice I would give a client. But I did it to my you know I did it to myself. I I put myself in a box, and it wasn't even my dream. It was my. It was somebody else's dream that I was. I was really pushing towards, and it to let that go even though it was the right thing, it can also be really painful. And it was really painful um, because it wasn't something that I took you know, lightly. I let go clients, I let go yeah. team. And that was, I mean, that was like a six month process because I did it very slow and intentional, but oh my gosh, yeah. so much opened up when I let it go and was able to really spend some time thinking about what I actually wanted, which was not at all the life
0: I built Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? I literally just had a conversation yesterday about letting go of my law firm, and it was the it was the you know same thing. You build up that identity; that's what I'm known for. And it's like, what does it look like if I walk away? What is my place in the world if I do that? You know. And there is a grieving process. So, how did you did you you went through six months, and then like did you just have an end date, and you're like, this is it, I'm done, like at on this day? I did, but we didn't technically close
1: that day. Um, there was one client, which was a really misaligned client from the start, but mm-hmm. they really pushed it out. They needed. I mean, it was a three-month <laughs> project that took fifteen months because of their yeah their challenges and, and delays, and so it was it was really kind of a lesson till the end. Um, I had wanted to to. Have everything shifted and closed in October because I um, I had surgery in November and wanted to just be able to take some time off mm. and really have a clean break and a transition. I had never taken yeah. time off from my business actually ever, and so it was off, but it wasn't. I wanted my goal was that everything would be done for that business and that specifically that client before surgery. So I would just be clean and and free afterwards. Um, And it dragged on a little bit, but it was done by the end of the year, which was, which was a big win. I set up, I made sure that, you know, clients were, cause there were some clients where we were still contracted to do work with them. And I just didn't, I knew it wasn't, I couldn't continue to go on. I either, we had some resources change internally that it just, it wasn't going to work. And I knew that they would be better suited with a different partner. And so I actually helped them find those partners, which was, it felt good. I didn't necessarily have to do that, um, but it felt like the right thing. And I even helped my team get other other Mm -hmm. work lined up and and references or whatever I could do to support them. Um, But then, yeah, it was kind of this big, like full expansion of, wow, this is actually what it's like to just be
0: to just be, to just be. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like, and that's like, <laughs> just like to even have that be the full sentence. To yeah. just be. I was like, there's nothing else to say. I
1: mean, it was just, yeah. Instead of being so caught in doing whatever it is, yeah. whatever item is on your list or whatever, you know, goal you're trying to accomplish, just, just being, because when we're quiet and we're in that yeah. energy, that's when our inspiration comes.
0: Yeah. 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 Oh my God. Yeah. My creativity only comes when I am in that energy. And it's like, I have to intentionally pluck myself out of my current life and stick myself by the water or air, near an Airbnb or somewhere that will inspire it because otherwise it's just chaos up yeah. there. Oh
1: yeah. And that's not a way to live. No, no. You it know? keeps our nervous system in fight or flight all the time. So we literally are, uh, our brains and the, ner- the central nervous system thinks that you're being chased by like a tiger or a bear. Yeah. And I was living that way. I think I've, I've, I've been doing a lot more deep work where mm. I, I think because of my childhood and upbringing and um, some of the relationships that I was in and situations I was in, I've been in fight or flight, I think my whole life. Yeah. So I'm finally getting to calm I... down and to take care of myself through things like sound healing and breath work mm-hmm. and um, different healing modalities that I've sought out for myself, Reiki, and different things that I'm learning because that energy, being in that is <sighs> it's amazing. amazing. I, I mean, I did my very first breathwork session a couple of months ago. And at the end of the session, I was blown away. I said, I, I literally told the facilitator, I feel like this is the first time I've ever taken a breath in my life because it yeah. felt like I had breathed in a way I had never been able to breathe before. Oh my God. And- But I created that space. I wasn't, I was in a life that I couldn't breathe in before. So it's been beautiful to be on the other side of that and to be learning a little bit about what that ease can feel like. That's so,
0: that's so beautiful. Just to like repeat that back to you, like you felt like you could breathe for the first time in your life. Yeah. It's crazy. I had, I started sound healing and I had a very similar experience after my first session. And it was for the first time ever that my brain actually stopped thinking about the next thing or what's next or my to-do. And I was yeah. so present and I got in the car and it felt like I had like body work done or something. Like it felt like I would, had just been physical oh, and yeah. I had such this, my body was exhausted, so beautifully exhausted. Yeah. But also I was like, whoa, like there was so much calm. Yeah. And I'm like, this shit's for real. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs>
1: it really, I mean, that's, it, it is. I, I, that I, I have had a similar experience with that just pure, exo- like it's the best yeah. kind of exhaustion, but you mm-hmm. can't, you feel like your body's actually able to rest yeah. and relax. And like the coolest thing is, I, if, if some who are listening aren't as woo, maybe, I also have data to back it up. I've had an aura ring for a year and my HRV, rate, which is your heart rate variability is going up, which you want it to be as high as possible. My resting heart rate is dropped by over 20 points since I started doing this work. Um, So I, you know, it's definitely, I have more, more progress to make, but being able to see the data too, because you're like, oh, okay, I'll go to the sound healing or I'll I'll do this breath work. Okay, great. But then to immediately start to see the shift from the data is, it's incredible. I I think that it's just so profound. Some of these things that are so simple or can be so easy to access, even I stand in the grass for 10 minutes every morning Mm. now, it's called grounding. Yeah. And um, I also have a PEMF mat, which is pulse electromagnetic frequency, which it mimics the Earth's um, electromagnetic electromagnetic, frequency, (laughs) whatever, I don't know. I'm not a scientist, everyone. (laughs) I want to be, but... um, (laughs) But it's I, I've been spending so much time in that space and in that healing, and it's like just getting the grass or getting dirt. Like it costs nothing. Yeah, and you can take a couple deep breaths and totally reset your whole energy, which is just incredible.
0: So it's almost as if you rebranded your soul. Yeah, my energy work. is
1: for sure different. I've been working with a sound healer for eight or nine months now. I've been in a one-on-one program with her. And when I came into working with her, I was being chased by a bear every day, Mm. whether it was the people Mm. I was surrounding myself with, um, the work I was doing, the clients I was attracting, uh, you know, to just how I was showing up. And um, I've made some big shifts and transitions through closing the business, ending a, a toxic relationship that just wasn't the right fit for I, I truly believe either of us, but but yeah. um, but kind of getting to that point where I was like, I don't, I don't choose to, I get to choose, and I don't, I don't choose this any longer, and my energy is truly, really, really different, and in, in a really beautiful way, and I'm, I'm really grateful for that, but mm. the work never ends,
0: so no, it continues. It's, a, it's a journey, you know. It's because when you peel, like I thought when I was writing the book, I thought I really uncovered some shit that I had healed. Yeah. Clearly I didn't. And then I'm like, okay, now I'm all good. And then some other shit just recently came up for me. I'm like, damn yeah. it. I gotta yeah, go back I to that. <laughs>
1: like, it's I the lie we tell do. ourselves. I know. <laughs> We're like, oh, I still care about that. Like, I'm good. We don't need to yeah. go back to that. And then the universe is like, nope, you gotta, here's a test to make sure you either learned it or, uh-huh. oh, you still gotta heal some more of that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I buried it down for a little bit and it keeps uh-huh. popping up. I'm like, <laughs> Yeah,
1: what we resist persists.
0: Uh-huh. Totally. Was-
1: that is a, a hard lesson that I have also learned. I think especially um, my father was really ill growing up and I was a, 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 surrounded by a lot of a lot of illness and sickness. But I think in that there was a lot of chaos all the time of like, you know, waiting for the other shoe to drop. And um, at the time, I didn't have the tools or the resources and the skills to be able to manage those emotions, even to manage grief when he passed away. Um, and So it's been, you know, you think you're good, you get enough space from it. You're like, oh, I'm great. And then you're like, oh, really? I'm not, you know, I, (laughs) I have more work to do here. And that's, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the beautiful part. I think when we're able to be quiet and present and with our own energy, I take a couple of hours each morning to do that now. Um, But that's when we can really get to know ourselves on a really deep level.
0: So you, I love that. So there's there's a side of you though that is a hustler. I know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. how do you how do you reconcile that? Now you did you still continue to run the, the second business that you had going?
1: Yep, it's still running. It's still going. Um, I think that it's shifted a little bit. I've really been yeah. intentional. Um, it's so interesting when I was forced to slow down and I stopped resisting it last year. Yeah, I actually started to like it. And yeah. then I felt kind of guilty for liking it. I was like, wait, you know, yeah. I'm used to hustling, hitting all these, mm. these business milestones, hitting every business goal I had ever set, getting all the awards and accolades, checking all the boxes. And I sat with so much guilt for taking it and having it be more easeful. Um, yeah. And I, I'm I'm still in some ways working through that and not judging myself for it. I think yeah. that, you know, so often... We can be afraid about what somebody else thinks or says about us, but I have found that I'm really critical of myself a lot of the times, and I think oh that God. as women, we really are very critical. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, you're not doing this right, or oh, mm-hmm. you know, you don't, you don't, you don't get to do that. Like you're not ready for that yet, or whatever yeah. this BS line we're telling ourselves mm-hmm. is. Um, but it, it's been it's been different. I mean, I used to have 36 clients at a time and be the main point of contact for them, running a team of eight and growing the business too. Yeah. And so now my days look totally different. I only work a couple of days a week so that I can have time to actually be creative and yeah. have fun. Because I wasn't yeah. having any fun in my business. Right? Um, I hear and, you. and having like a lower, you know, I have. I'm, I'm intentionally taking on less clients at a time. They have to be aligned if there are any red flags. We are yeah. searching for any and all red flags and I have criteria now, <laughs> which I didn't in any area of my life before. Um, so we're looking for the red flags and if it's not a fit or if I get a nudge, I'm so intuitive. And there are so many years where I, and I'm yeah. sure ladies, we can all resonate with times where our gut told us not to do something and we did it and it was yep. not the thing, right? We learned a hard lesson or it caused pain. Um mm-hmm. I'm really honoring that intuition now. And if there's anything that feels off, it's a no. Yeah. If it's not a hell yes, it's a no. Ah. Yeah. And so I've really been using that marker very clearly. Mm -hmm. Like if it's, if it's not a yes, then okay. It's either not a right now or, you know, I'll revisit it later. Maybe the information, the scenario will change, but it's not now. Yeah. And I I found me show up differently.
0: Yeah, I found that when like I slowing down, like that voice, that intuition, because I'm super intuitive too. That voice actually speaks louder and it's easier for me to pay attention to. And now I'm so I don't like I used to in the past, just be like, well, that was just a thought. I'll dismiss it. Let me get back to my life. And now I pay attention. I'm like, there's a reason why this thought keeps coming up. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to explore that. I'm going to think about it and I'm not letting it go. So absolutely. We're we're all so intuitive. So you're amazing. I adore you. Um, Where can people find you? How can they connect with you? How can they work with you, but only if they're aligned? If you are aligned, there is
1: an (laughs) application process so we can see, um, but you can find all the information about me, about how to work together. I have DIY resources and courses as well. You can find links for all of that at stephaniereal.com and that's R like Roger I-E-L, not as it's spelled um, or as it sounds. Um, So it's stephaniereal.com.
0: Amazing. All right. Final question for you is, I'm excited to see what you're going to say because I ask everyone this. What does winning mean to you?
1: If you would have asked me this question a couple of years ago, my answer would have been much different. And I think that Mm -hmm. we can give ourselves permission to evolve. Um, I just felt like I had to say that first. But winning for me means being in alignment in my purpose and shining my light. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, and you are shining. You have always been shining. So it is such a joy just to watch you like expand into this version, into this chapter, because I know, I know the struggle that you've, you've gone through and you were such a beautiful soul and I love watching your journey and I absolutely adore you. Okay. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much. You're going to make me cry. I got through the whole episode <laughs> without any tears on that. <laughs> but no, I, I'm, you're so special and I really appreciate this today. So thank you so much.
0: That's a wrap. Please subscribe to the She Who Wins podcast so you'll be the first to know about every new episode that drops. Until next time, and remember, She Who Moves Forward Fiercely is She Who Wins.